Welcome to In Your Best Interests, IYBI, with me, your host, Pastor Johnson Kamau. In the following podcast, I'm going to give a talk on origin of mankind from a biblical perspective. The Bible opens by categorically stating that human beings and the universe in which we live we are created by God. This is one of the most challenging concepts confronting the modern mind. In the Bible, the story of creation of the world and human beings is recorded in the book of Genesis. Genesis means beginnings or origin, and it unfolds the record of the beginning of the world, human history, family, civilization, and salvation. It is the story of God's purpose and plan for his creation. As a book of beginnings, Genesis sets the stage for the entire Bible. It reveals the person and nature of God, the value and dignity of human beings, the tragedy and consequences of sin, and the promise and assurance of salvation. The opening statement in the first chapter of Genesis, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, speaks to time and space as well as all uh, all matter being established out of nothing. With the implicit assumption that God always was and always is, God existed before time began. God is the infinite being who has always been and who was created by no one. This is hard to comprehend because our finite minds cannot understand the infinite. In the beginning, the earth was formless and empty and was covered by darkness and chaotic waters. This statement prepares the setting for the creation narrative that follows. In the course of his work of creation, God gave the earth form by providing it with light, water, sky, and land, and filled its emptiness with life. In other words, God reversed the enshrouding darkness and enveloping waters. The calling of light was, in a sense, symbolic of the grace and presence of God in the world. The rest of the Bible may be viewed as an extension of God bringing light into darkness. According to the Bible, only God can create something new or remarkable out of nothing. Although we may not understand the complexity of just how God created the earth and everything in it, including mankind, the fact that the Bible tells us that God did it, it gives worth and dignity to all people. God did truly create a wonderful universe. God chose to create the universe out of love. 
Only the Bible shows one supreme God creating the earth out of his great love and giving all people a special praise in it. God is love, and love is best expressed towards something or someone else. So, God created the universe and the people as an expression of his love. God's work of creation shows not only his authority over humanity, but his deep love for all people. According to the biblical account of creation in Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 3, God created the world in series of six days. On the first day, God created light and dispelled the darkness over the surface of the raging ocean or the deep that was covering everything. On the second day, God created sky and water. On the third day, God created land and seas and vegetation. On the fourth day, God created sun, moon, and stars. On the fifth day, God created fish and birds. On the sixth day, God created animals and human beings, man and woman, to commune with him and to care for the earth. On the seventh day, God created God rested and declared all he had made to be very good. During the second and third days of creation, God gave form to the universe. And during the next three days, God filled the earth with living beings. The Spirit of God was hovering over the raging ocean to signify that God's Spirit was actively involved in the creation of the world. God's care and protection are still active. The Bible does not say whether the days of creation were a literal 24-hour period each or an indefinite period represented by each day. However, the real question is not how long God took, but how he did it. God created the world in an orderly fashion. He, he did not make plans before the light. And he created people as unique beings capable of communication with him. How long it took God to create the world is not as important as the fact that he created it just as he intended it. The Genesis account of creation speaks in plain language that God created the world in six days in a majestic display of power and purpose and rested on the seventh day. God's work of creation culminated with creation of human beings man and woman made in image or likeness of God himself. The Bible places both man and woman at the pinnacle of God's creation. 
neither man nor woman is made more in the image of God than the other. Neither gender is exalted or depreciated. God created both man and woman with capacity to reason, to create, and to fellowship with himself and their creator. Both man and woman equally reflect God's character as his masterpiece. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God used the plural form, let us make man in our image, to signify that the Trinity, that is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, was involved in creation of human beings. This implies that human beings are created in the image of God, who exist in triune relationship and are therefore relational beings too. God's value for human beings <clears throat> is demonstrated by the incarnation of Jesus Christ, his beloved son to rescue humanity from the bondage of sin and death. God, God obviously did not create human beings exactly like himself because he has no physical body. Instead, instead, human beings are reflections of his glory. Although human beings can reflect or image God with their reason, creativity, speech, or self-determination, more likely it is with their, with their entire self that they reflect the image of God. Human beings will never be totally like God because He is their supreme creator. However, they can reflect His character in their love, patience, forgiveness, kindness, and faithfulness. Human worth is not based on possessions, achievements, physical attractiveness, or public acclaim. Instead, it is based on being made in God's image, which enables us to share many of God's characteristics, such as love, patience, and kindness. We can feel positive about ourselves because we bear God's image. It's wrong to criticize or downgrade ourselves as doing so is tantamount with critiquing what God has created and the ability that he has bestowed upon us. Our God-centered sense of self-worth motivates us to love God, know him personally, and help those around us. God has absolute authority and control over his creation including mankind. Even though God has ultimate rule over the earth, he exercises his authority over it with loving care. When God created human beings in his image or likeness, he dele delegated some of his authority to them and expects them to take responsibility 
for the environment and the other creatures that share their planet. Human beings must not be careless and wasteful as they fulfill this charge. Human beings must not be careless about how they take care of earth because God was careful how he made it. Marriage is the only human institution that God created before the fall. Thus, marriage and sex within marriage are holy in God's eyes. Procreation is part of God's mandate for creation and his blessing on human race. As God completed every part of creation, he called his work good because he saw that it was good and felt good about it. After the sixth day, he declared all his work very good and he has never changed his mind. Human beings are part of God's creation and is pleased with how he has made them. Therefore, there is no cause to feel worthless or valueless because God made you for good reason and you are valuable to him. Both human beings and animals were we are given every seed-bearing plant as well as fruit for food because in earth's perfect state neither of them was carnivorous. God demonstrated that rest is appropriate and right by resting from his work of creation on the seventh day. He blessed the seventh day to signify that he has set it apart for holy use. The Ten Commandments emphasize this distinction by commanding the observance of the Sabbath. Jesus affirmed this commandment when he and his disciples left in a boat to get away from the crowds. We also need rest from our too busy schedules because our times of rest refresh us from times for times of service. This biblical creation story teaches us that God is creative, distinct from his creation, eternal, and in control of the world. The creation story also teaches us that we are valuable in God's eyes because he chose to create us. We are more valuable than animals and we are expected by God to care for the environment and the other creatures that share our planet. This biblical perspective on origin of human beings concludes my series on the origin of, of mankind from scientific, African, and biblical perspectives. In my next podcast, I will draw a general conclusion on my presentation 
on the origin of mankind. In my conclusion, I will highlight similarities and differences between the various accounts of the origin of human beings, namely scientific African and biblical perspectives. I will also seek to affirm and fulfill the scientific and African perspectives on origin of humankind with the biblical perspective on the same. This presentation has been in your best interests. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep on listening for the best is yet to come. Take care.